starting with some trivia here. What year was podcasting thought to have been started? It's in this millennium, but let's find out after the titles. Brand my podcast. This is a show for podcasters to start your podcast with confidence and elevate your voice to give your listeners a brand they can connect with. Brand my podcast. Good day and welcome back to Brand My Podcast. This is your host Frank, as always, and welcome to episode twelve. This is the podcast for you to launch, start, and absolutely nail your podcast to give you the confidence to press record and make podcasting as easy as doing just that, pressing record. Now, as an answer to that trivia question at the start of the show, it was 2003, but there was more notably a a show that became known as the synonymous one of what started out podcasting in 2004, so a year later. And it was by a guy named Adam Curry that launched a show called The Daily Source Code. The one in 2003 was one called The Backstage Pass. And this was back in the day where, back in the day, geez, it's not that long ago, but it's back in the day when podcasting was launched via RSS feeds. So a link that we still have now with our hosting um, that we share with the distribution platforms. But that was back in the day when it was, that was kind of first launched and put out there in a way that was what has led to podcasting today. So an interesting little bit of, trivia there to start things off and I guess with the hosting there to recap off last episode which was about hosting and distribution I hope you've now found the podcasting host for you there are many free ones and paid ones out there that can do the job for you to get your show out there for your listeners to listen to so if you're also listening on Apple Podcasts here's the opportunity to like and uh, review the podcast there um, and share it on Instagram. You can connect with me at Frank. If you're listening to the podcast, please share it online. Share it with some others that might want to also start their podcast. Now, to cover this week's question is, how do you launch a podcast? Now, a full disclaimer here. Some of the things I'm going to mention here aren't things that I've done myself. When I started brand my podcast, branding banter, and even uh, even launching my Two Red Chairs podcast, it was more of a strategy, or there wasn't really much of a strategy, it was putting it out there to start, to get something out there and improve it over time and see where it could go. I'm not saying that that's the best way to go, but I'm going to show you some other different strategies that other people have done and that I've done some bit of research, uh, the typical things that many podcasters, seasoned pros would recommend people starting out effectively we wanted to gain a few little insights about what we could do to launch your podcast with some success with some great numbers so that you feel confident to keep going and you get it in front of more listeners from the get-go now next week i've got a great podcast guest my first guest of this podcast claire wood she launched her podcast and it reached number two on the business charts here in Australia. We don't go into the launch strategy of what she did, but it was basically putting it out there to everyone she know. Everyone she know? Everyone she knows. <laughs> and I've got some other guests lined up that have told me about their launch strategies. 
um, that I'm going to bring onto the show here and have them share and reiterate some of the points that I'm going to cover here. But it's really interesting to see what can help your podcast come to fruition in, in many different ways. So as I said, there are many different strategies, plans of attack in this uh, podcasting space of what you can do, but there are some tried and kind of tested. But in terms of the approach that you could have, one is, you know, launching and hoping for the best. I think what, that's probably what most podcasters starting a podcast are, are doing there. Um, and then the second one would be launching to simply start and improve over time, which is pretty much the approach that I've had with my three podcasts, one that I co-host. And then the third one is launching with a podcast launch plan. And this is something that I'm helping my clients with as a service to create a plan of attack, as I mentioned before, to launch that podcast that is tailored to them and whatever kind of you know presence they have, um, network they have, and people that they know to really leverage that and, and create a plan that is effective for them. Now, this is mostly applicable, I would say. I'm going to add like a second disclaimer here. For those of you that might have an established brand or network available of people, um, because that is what you can leverage. And without it, it's a little harder to launch your podcast without an existing network of people. So what does that kind of look like if you launch with a, a podcast launch strategy? So there, are, again, there are many different ways you could go about this in terms of a strategy. But these, as I said before, are some of the ones that I've heard from big podcasters, people like Pat Flynn's of the world or this space in, in podcasting. And then from those that I've conversed with and chatted with about their own podcasts. And there's one typical one that most lead with. And, and this is a big thing that's related more so to iTunes is that there was a requirement originally of having a certain amount of episodes before they would approve your show. And that's typically between one to three. But some people say having three to five is a, a great way to launch your podcast. And there's a couple of reasons why. The first is having the ability to, yes, be seen on iTunes. The second is mainly um, bingeability, if that's a word. Kind of like the Netflix effect. If you have, you know, 10 episodes there on Netflix, you're more inclined to keep watching more, especially when it says next episode starting in five seconds. That's something you can't really do here on um, your own podcast. Actually, you probably could. You could end an episode in a way that teases off into the next episode and say that the next episode is going to play right after this. Is If you launch with those three to five episodes, people are going to be more inclined to listen to more. And the reason why that is, is when you're launching your episodes, you're typically going to be launching with a introduction, either to yourself or the podcast in general, a bit of both, or even the host if you do co-hosted shows. And it typically isn't something that, you know, people want to come back for because they're not too sure what the podcast is really going to be about if you're only putting up that one episode. So it's good to have an extra couple of episodes there that might be a real taster of what your show is, especially if it's going to be a guest um, that you're going to have on the show. And then also different ways you're going to go about your podcast. So some episodes might be with an interview style, so you have a guest, and some might be only solo um, host episodes, be it yourself and your co-host or just yourself. That shows that breadth of what a new listener can expect from your show from the get-go, at launch. 
and even beyond launch as well, when someone does discover your episode, they might scroll all the way down, especially if it's relatively new. It's in the first, let's say, 10 to 50 maybe at most episodes and they scroll down to the bottom to find out a bit more about you and then they get into it. So that's one way to kind of go about it in terms of those three episodes. There's another part to having those three episodes is having a guest that has some leverage over their own. So if you can get a bigger, you know, guest that has either a bigger personality of their own personal brand or an established podcast, you can get them on your show and leverage that network that they have if they're going to be good enough to share it with their audience. That's one other kind of strategy there within those first three to five episodes. The next kind of strategy really is leveraging on an existing audience, which is something I did mention before. And um, But it's more so about participation of helping you create that podcast. So it, it's allowing them to be part of something that you're creating so that it becomes just as much as theirs as it is yours. And you can do things like helping them helping you decide what the name of the podcast is going to be, which might be helpful if you've got a couple in mind and you, you're torn between the two. It might be your audience that comes in and helps you save the day. You could put a poll up on LinkedIn or on Instagram and get the decision made for you from your listeners in majority. And then similarly with your cover art, you could say, which do you like better, this one or this one? I've seen a couple of podcasters do that on their Instagram stories. And it's a great way of getting that audience participation even before you've launched your podcast. And then you can ask all these kind of questions about, you know, what they want to hear on your podcast. You know, what do they want to learn or be entertained by? And then also who do they want to hear from if you're going to be doing an interview kind of based podcast? That can give you some great content ideas and a direction of what your podcast is going to be about. And obviously who it's going to be for, because you're going to be able to see the people that give that feedback and know that's my type of listener that wants to hear more from me. Another strategy that you could go with here is utilizing your existing platforms to get the word out before you launch. So if you have a presence on Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, Facebook, um, or even your email newsletter list, Leveraging those kind of networks is a great way to spread the word much more at scale. There are other different ways of things like networking events, which are a little bit far and few between at the moment, given the current state of the world. Or you could do things like appearing on other people's podcasts to kind of use it as a launch platform like you would a book. So a lot of writers go on these kind of PR tours much like new movies do with their star um, actors and actresses, launching your podcast that way. Again, that does rely on having that existing network of, of people in your network that you could uh, get as a, well, be or ask, should I say, to be on their show with good reason and obviously giving some value in return for that spot to be able to spruik uh, your podcast. And by spruik, I mean, you know, promote. That's an Australian term, spruik, if you're an international listener. Um, and speaking of spruik, is having a launch team of people to spruik your podcast on your behalf um, when it launches. So you could do things like giving them assets and links to share 
um, and get them as well, obviously, to listen to it, but using that other person's network to leverage uh, new listeners to come in. Because the word of others, obviously, is going to be more influential than just your own, um, unless you have, obviously, a, a ton of super fans. But you can leverage other people's audiences just the same as you would like affiliate marketing um, to get people to listen to your podcast when it launches, like really put it out there in, in any different way, shape or form that they can to really help you out. And that obviously comes down to pre-existing relationships you have with people. So building that either personal brand or just that network of people is so important in, in many different facets, but podcasting, it can really help. And to get those kind of people on board or to even just say thanks, at least you could incentivize that um, action and, and help to to do that for your podcast then the other one really is just a numbers game of telling your mother's brother's colleague's friend about the podcast and basically leveling with them saying i'm launching this podcast can you do me a favor and give it a listen i don't mind if you just leave your phone open or your computer open or and put on mute and let the episodes play out um the reason why you might want to do that, and this is a, a strategy that my next guest, Claire, would use, is just telling everybody about her podcast before it launched and at launch, is that iTunes picks up on new podcasts that come to light and that have exceedingly higher numbers than your typical podcast. You know, typical new podcasts tend to launch with, you know, between obviously zero and maybe a hundred or so listeners um, in that first couple of episodes if it kind of exceeds that and gets into the thousands um, you start to do what's called charting in the new and noteworthy sections of itunes and this is why a podcast launch strategy is particularly uh, beneficial is that you can get that notoriety with a leg up from something like itunes i think spotify might do something similar with their algorithm uh, but i'm not too sure on that i've seen sort of whispers around people saying something like that but iTunes definitely is known for that type of engagement um, reward, I guess you'd say, to get in the charts and then hopefully stay in the charts because of that. And that can bump you up into your territories chart. The one thing to sort of realize about those charts is it's specific to your country or a country that listens. So let's say if you're an Australian um, and your audience existingly that you have in your network that you've launched with are all Australian, you're typically going to launch great in your country. It's probably not going to happen in the UK or some country in Africa or Asia. It's specific to the context of people that are going to be listening, obviously. So it's not just everywhere. It's typically location-based. And you'll see that in your stats on your podcast hosting provider. They'll give you those stats if not, you can look up on, I think it's on iTunes and Spotify. They'll give you some stats too. Now, the too long didn't listen takeaway to end this out is the point is really this. What a good podcast launch strategy comes down to is setting expectations of what you hope to achieve in terms of numbers for your show at launch. Now, if you want them to be high, leverage what you already have and use the brand or the connections that you already have built and make a launch strategy that works for you. What someone else does, that's another question. It might not work for you. So if you don't have that leverage, remember that podcasting, just like branding, building a brand for a business can take some time to see a payoff. 
As a silver lining though, it does give you time to iterate and make your show better over time. But also, you know, being humble about what numbers you get from the beginning can help you put things into perspective. And obviously, be grateful for those that do tune in and take the time to listen to the 20, 30, 40 plus minutes that they're tuning in for. You'd only get maybe 30 seconds on something like Instagram or TikTok. People are giving their time. There might be 20 listeners listening to your podcast right now and you're thinking, gee, they're low. That's 20 people listening to 40 minutes of you and your guests talking. They're invested in it and they keep coming back for more. That's amazing. I really do think that's amazing. Obviously, you could be going exponentially growth um, bigger and bigger and bigger. That's what we all kind of want and what we want to achieve. But being grateful for what we have, I think, is the first stepping stone and just being humble enough to realize that if it does grow, fantastic. If you're looking to grow, obviously, there can be other different ways. And I think I might have talked about this in another previous episode, especially getting onto other people's podcasts is a great way to do so. But using that leverage that you existingly have for your podcast is what is going to help you launch from the get-go with some substantially higher numbers. So that's the end of the episode. Um, if you have any questions about launching or you're about to start your podcast, head to brandmypodcast.com to say g'day and tag at g'day Frank. It's my Instagram handle. If you're listening to the show and you want to share the goodness with others in your network who might also be inspired to launch a podcast of their own. As a teaser to the next episode, it's with uh, my good friend, Claire Wood, who I've mentioned throughout this episode. She's an Aussie business and money mindset coach. She's fantastic. And uh, she also hosts her own podcast. This is why I wanted to get her on. And it's called the Claire Wood Podcast. So you've been listening to Brand My Podcast, and I want to see you brand and start your podcast with confidence so that you can make podcasting as easy as pressing record. Till the next episode, I'll see you then. Bye.